Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is Make It Pine. Make It Pine. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Pine. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you are nerds? I know we've got some out in the M.I.P. community and family. So we want to talk about that, particularly Black nerds and Black Nerd Problems. That's the new book that has been published. We have the authors of that book here with us, William Evans and Omar Holman, uh, authors of Black Nerd Problems. William and Omar, how you both doing? Good. Good. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So both of y'all are nerds, right? Yes. On the weekends, I moonlight as one. (laughs) <laughs> on the weekend so mm-hmm. so so how do you moonlight what do you what what, what is your nerd activity oh like nine to nine to five you know i usually like to get into comic books and do a little bit of a video game i'm just joking. yeah it's a 20 it's a 24 7 job. job i thought you was gonna be like you know like a, like uh your, your vigilante at night or something you know what I'm saying? You just get, get the nerd <laughs> uniform wife when the sun goes it. down <laughs> watching anime she comes in what are you watching oh anything but anime oh yeah i was watching <laughs> What about you, William? What's your what's your nerd? Oh, your nerd thing? I your mean, nerd uh, my nerd addiction more than anything is probably I game. I'm a big gamer, so <laughs> video games. I'm also like a, a big TV nerd, TV and movie nerd. Period. Right, but that extends mm-hmm. to like anime and animated shows like that. But I I just love I love TV. I like the construction of TV and the writing and all that. So that that's all my stuff. So when I'm probably older than both of you, so when I was coming along. Nerd was someone who was too interested and made too good grades in, <laughs> in math, science, or computer science. That's what a nerd right, is. Right, right, that was right. it. Yeah. All this, what you, the gaming, mm-hmm. the comic book. When the, so none of us wanted to be nerds. Yep. That wasn't cool. And I actually <laughs> used to be really good in math. But if you were nerd, the girls weren't interested in you. They thought you were kind of weird. So I started mm-hmm. dumbing down. Okay, start messing up in math on purpose, like a lot of us do. Yep. <laughs> then as I've gotten older and have had Neil deGrasse Tyson countless times on my show, and now he is a sex symbol for being a nerd. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. If we had known this was going to go this way, he come nerd by the studio, sexy. every woman, ain't no woman even <laughs> heard of me. All the women come in my studio, oh, we want to pitch for him. I said, but I've been here. No, <laughs> you ain't here. I'm right here. He's, I'm my, right he's here. a sexy nerd. I'm like, what? So, and I, he, he and I laugh about it. I'm saying, okay, I totally, if all the brothers knew that, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's real. But uh, guys, uh, tell us about uh, Omar, you first. What, what inspired you to write this book? Oh, man, we wrote it together. Uh, 
Well, you know, rent was due. Um, so not, <laughs> <laughs> not just something. I mean, you being honest, it's just what Will and I like riff about. We made a website about it. We found like-minded people to uh, do it as well. And uh, I mean, Will's Will, he's going to be like, oh, Omar being humble. No, I, I work like a mouse. You point, I will click. Will's the brain behind the operation. He got the book deal. He's like, yo, Omar, you trying to do this? I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll get this done. But like, this is real. I mean, this is this is fun for us um, when you get to do like five rounds of edits. I don't know if it's still fun, but uh, you know, it's. <laughs> Denzel Washington, remember the Titans? Is it still fun? It's zero fun, sir. But uh, <laughs> no, so it, this, this was still fun. This was still fun to do. It's just us like riffing back and forth. And um, we're not really talking at people about nerddom here. We're talking with you about it. So no matter what your fandom is, uh, you will find it in here in this book. We have something that you'll be like, oh, you know what? I didn't, I didn't know about this and I'm now interested in it. Or I knew about this. I didn't think, I didn't think about it this way. Or I knew about this i thought about this way they're preaching to me right now and i'm, I'm with that uh dip me in the pulpit <laughs> so and so you saying william kind of saw it through he's the one that kind of is that what happened <laughs> well, you gonna put this, me. The gonna put this on me listen i should show up you know when you need to hit her i show up will's like we'll get the connections will's like yeah we gonna be we doing this now all right that's, that's all i need to know <laughs> i i mean the, the story of it Remark is that basically I put out a book, I put out a poetry collection. That's how Omar and I know each other. We we met through the performance poetry circuit and just kind of been friends through that ever since okay. 2008. Okay. And so I put out a poetry collection last year and the editor that put that book out, she knew that I was a co-founder for Black Nerd Problems. She was like, hey, have you considered, you know, making, you know, your essays and everything into a book on the subject matter? And I was like, people gonna read that like i know i know they read it off read off the internet right but like people are actually going to be interested in that as a collection and so once she put that seed in my head then i went to omar i was like i feel like there's maybe a way we could do this right Mm -hmm. and and i think the the impact and the importance of it for me is that i think it's validating to a lot of folks that are that are into this different types of nerdum and geekdom and things like that where it doesn't feel mainstream or they don't feel like they just share their interests with everyone right i think you said at the top of it like a nerd is someone that was like super into these things and i, I think that definition is the same i just think that that range is expanded right like yeah. you still <laughs> i think i think you know probably the sexy thing about neil degrasse tyson is that he's like an expert right like he's just an expert about something and i think that kind of almost tunnel vision and, and, and expertise in a thing is really what kind of drives the definition of being a nerd now. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I and I resent him for that, for being a, a sex symbol. And I'm not. You have to flag I, out, I, man. I, I resent him. So, so, uh, <laughs> and the attention he gets. But, but so, so to be clear, though, it, I think this would be a good thing to do because there may be some folk listening. Like you mentioned gaming. Mm-hmm. My son is a gamer. But he didn't call himself a nerd, and maybe he is, and and we j- maybe maybe that's just something he doesn't say. So l- why don't we do this? For those who may not be clear, let's define nerd. What are some of the things mm-hmm. that, in in twenty twenty one we would say are what being a nerd is? I mean, Omar, you, you wrote you wrote a chapter literally about this. So. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, so instead of a nerd being just like a person, I think instead it's more like evolved over the time. So it's not less. It's like, oh, a nerd is just, uh, I mean, if you look at the definition, right, it's this geeky person, whatever, whatever. It's become more like, yo, you're a fan. If you're a nerd, you are a fan of this, like a sneakerhead. 
they be considered a nerd because they know all these things about sneakers, know all the collections and stuff like that. Uh, per, if you know sports and you know like the shooting average of, a, of an NBA player, you're a nerd. You're a sports nerd. You know these shooting <laughs> averages. You know the dribble. All, all these things. I'm not really good with basketball, so I, I don't know these things. Uh, like football, you can be a nerd. You can be a nerd for anything now. Cooking shows. You like cooking shows. You like watching those. You can be a nerd for that. So nerd has evolved from being like this definition of a person into a spectrum. Nerd means you are a fan. You are a fan of something. I, Anything along this very wide spectrum, you can be a nerd for that, which is just saying you can be a fan of this thing, this vast amount of things at this end of the spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. But I would say like a super fan, right? Like oh, yeah, it's, not, it's not just like, hey, I turn on a cooking show like once a week, right? Like I think we were talking with someone before mm -hmm. and, and they, they kind, of, kind of put the seat in my head too. Not only are you a, a super fan of a thing or, or a great number of things, usually they're off the, the quote unquote mainstream, right? Usually yep. they're things that like you tell someone's like, oh, I didn't know you were into that. And you know, that kind of thing. But also have that enthusiasm to want to share that with other people, yes. <laughs> right? That want to kind of quote unquote spread the gospel of whatever the the, the fandom you have. It's a morbid analogy, but uh, we have a, a mutual friend, someone that was part of Black Nerd Problems, Nicole Homer said, nerds are like uh, the dogs or the cats cat. mm -hmm. that find like a dead bird or something and bring it to your porch. But like, hey, I brought this thing for you, right? <laughs> and sometimes the person's like, eh, I don't know if that's for me, but I feel like that's 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 what nerds that's do, right? Like we find something, we get super interested in it, and then we want to like, hey, you should check this thing out. Hey, you know, this... This uh, really sparked something for me. I think you would like this too. I think that's part of a characteristic of being a nerd right now as well. More MIP after this message. So I could, because I am into everything political. Mm -hmm. I could be a political nerd. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Walks are, are nerds for sure. Sports. <laughs> Sports, I can, we can sit them talk all down to everything about either the New York Yankees or the Georgetown Hoyas. So maybe I'm a Georgetown nerd or a Yankee nerd. Absolutely. So, so I could be a nerd and therefore I'm sexy. Okay, guys, yeah. thanks for coming on the yeah, show. That's how that works. We took care of that. We folks yeah. get the, but that's all we came here to say. You know, we, 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 take, we, take, we take check, money order, whatever you need. <laughs> thanks for coming on the show, brothers. All right. So um, I get it. So now, but. Now, being a black nerd, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is that is that a little bit is is that different? It comes with some uh, baggage is not the right word. It comes with some attachments, right? Okay. Um, okay. And I think I think because so much of geekdom and nerdum occupy spaces, right? Internet spaces where people are talking about these things or conventions like New York Comic Con where you're in physical spaces. And then once you start, in, just like anywhere else, just like literally anywhere else, once you start putting black people into the mix, then there becomes this whole question of, do they belong, right? Uh -huh. Should they be in this space? Or we have to confront that do other people think we belong in the space, right? And so I think a big part for me, the distinction with, you know, being a nerd, being a black nerd is that, you know, Omar and I, and it comes through in the book, we look at things differently, right? Like we mm. draw different conclusions from, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, Game of Thrones, which, you know, a billion people watched. Black folks might see a lot of other cultural references in that and pull something different from it, right? Yeah. Compared to your average white viewer that was tuning in every Sunday, something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I think the perspectives that we bring because our lived experience may be different, sometimes, you know, goes further to other us from folks that are already in that fandom. Yeah, yeah. 
But you use the term problems. Is, mm-hmm. are, are those some of the problems you're talking about, just in terms of being being black and a nerd? I got you. Uh, so let's say you're have you have you heard of cosplaying? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So you're just cosplaying, you're just paying homage to like your favorite character, right? right. So let's say I want to cosplay as Naruto, this Japanese character in an anime and a manga, very popular. So I'll go to a convention, I'm cosplaying as that, and like white people can be, oh, you're Naruto, cool, but Naruto's not black. All right, cool, but they're not white either. So what are we talking about right now? <laughs> wow. It's like, why yeah, is me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's that. If you're <laughs> if you're a black woman, that's a nerd. And uh, you hear a bunch of dudes saying, oh, oh, black girl nerds didn't like me. Oh, like that's that's a problem. I don't know. We were, we were here. We might not like you because of your personality. That might not have nothing to do with you being a nerd. It's your personality. Right. So like, it's things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, I mean, if we're talking about things like cosplay and Comic-Con, I mean, that's part of the mm-hmm. struggle, too. The lack of Black representation is getting better. But, but the lack of it makes it harder on folk like you who want to cosplay, who want to be in that role. So if you're not used to seeing that and you show up in that role, mm-hmm. what are you doing? That That's part of the issue, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even, even going a little bit further down that, the expectation, right? Like, so I think a lot of people, when we first debuted Black Nerd Problems many years ago, was that, oh, okay, so they're, they're nerdy and they're Black. So the only things they're going to talk about are like Black characters right or black creators and we we do talk about them in you know a lot because of the interest there but we also indulge everything nerdy right and so you know whether that's us covering a show like there's a joke I make in the book because I write about Mad Men like I watched Mad Men when it was airing and I always made the joke I was one of seven black people that were watching Mad Men live kind of a thing but I talked to someone about Mad Men they're like you watch that and I was like yeah it was one of the best primetime TV shows in the last 20 years. <laughs> and so like, there's a surprise. It's like, oh, I didn't know you'd be into that. You didn't think I'd be into good TV, right? That's that expectation that you, that others put us, put upon you, that assumption, I think is, is, would be a black nerd problem as well. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of, of black nerd problems, I mean, it's, it, the book is one thing, but you guys kind of have sort of a, of a, of a collective community, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about um, that and how people can get involved in it. Absolutely. And and if and if I'm invited now that I'm a sexy nerd. Yeah. <laughs> the doors are open. The doors are open. You, you got a VIP pass. We just we just we and just love the, and, and love the, the and love the logo, by the way, the glasses and the fro. That, <laughs> that, oh, that says it all. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, we started out as a website, right? And we still exist as a website, but we expanded into streaming we expanded into like meetups and things when we go to uh, different places the community you know we have like a discord for like that is just our community is basically a message board type of place omar and i talk about this all the time we didn't we didn't realize that we'd be building a community in this way we thought we would just like write some articles write some funny stuff here and there put it up on the internet hopefully people share it and then we you know we go back and write another thing i think it was an interesting dichotomy for me and I'll let Omar speak to it as far as like oh we have people that are invested in us now right Mm -hmm. we have people that feel safe or feel that we're doing right by them so they come to us every week to see what we wrote on xyz and that was a shift for me because I just wasn't anticipating that yeah yeah Omar you want you you gonna say something go ahead we came out like it was about seven years ago so it wasn't 
there are other people covering uh, other black sites uh, covering like media and stuff as well, Asian sites as well. We're like, all right, cool. So like, you come, to, you can come to us for this. You can go to them for that. Like we, like Game of Thrones. Like we all had our our clans and whatnot. <laughs> our thing was just like, yeah, as well said, we're gonna get these, we're gonna get these jokes off and whatnot. And when we mentioned before, Nicole Homer it turned out like, hey, uh, people are kind of seeing us as a community now. And then I think Will's more mature than I am. So my first reaction was, ah, <laughs> I do extra things now. And Nicole, Responsibility? Because our thing was like, I was like, oh, we can, I mean, that, which is fine. Because we always kind of did our own thing. Like, oh, we're just, you know, here, we'll get these jokes out, these, these uh, articles, social commentary and things like that. And then it became like, and then Nicole said, we're a bunch of, because we're, a lot of us had a writing background. We came from a poetry as well. Others not, but like, got, we're in writing now. And Nicole said, we're a bunch of loners that somehow made a community. So now we have to <laughs> adhere to that community and build that community, hence the discord. And so it's like, all right, I guess we got, I guess got a big on our responsible boots now, and, uh, which, which is fine, which is fine. Um, does being a poet make you a nerd too? It can. Probably. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. I would, I would say. I mean, when we when we launched Black Nerd Problems, the first thing we did, you know, like just kind of building an audience. The first thing we did on Facebook when we built a Facebook group is we reached out to all our poet friends, yeah. like, hey, you might be interested in this, right? Like that's that was our first audience, right? That was our first semblance of a community. Uh, I think, I think poets, especially especially performance poets. I think so many of us were used to pop culture that is not necessarily mainstream, right? Yeah. We're just, that's just kind of our wheelhouse is where a lot of our ideas and resources come from. So being a poet, yeah, that makes you a pretty good running for being a nerd as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that, that's, a, that's amazing. More MIP after this message. Are you finding that Black nerds are, are benefiting from your space and and not only that uh, to your point Omar when they have these experiences it seems like whatever whatever space we enter in as black people there's a level of suspicion mm-hmm. um does, does this collective space give people an opportunity to maybe even dialogue and process that and and deal with it handle it better be prepared for it Oh yeah, I think so. I think, uh, well, I can attest to uh, like creatively, like seeing us speak this way and, uh, without any code switching. Uh, there was a kid that hit me up uh, maybe about a day or two ago. And he was like, hey man, you gave me some advice a couple of years back. And it's just crazy now that I have your book. I'm in college now and I, I have your <laughs> book in my hand. He did um, like this, it's it like public speaking where they'll take like poems and stuff like that and use it for like debate debate or something like that. I'm not, I'm not even sure what it's called, but he, <laughs> uh, he asked me for one of mine. And I look back and I, I was like, facing, I look back, this is like 2017, 2018. Now the guy's in college and he's like, and he's like oh, that advice he gave me about, uh, about writing. I, I use it to this day about using humor and writing and stuff like that. And I, that's just what I do in the book and in, on the site. And so, yeah, so I, we get a lot of that, like, oh, oh, wow, you, you guys, you guys, did, oh, you're Will, you're, oh, oh wow. And, um, or are you Jordan? No, I'm not Jordan. I'm Omar, man. So, <laughs> no, I'm not Brittany. I'm Omar. One of our people. So we get confused for each other as well, which is, uh, which is nice. And, um, <laughs> and, but like people that are like really like resonating with what, um, with what we, what we made onto the site and, and the things we've written. So even if it's not me or Will, there's someone on the site you can identify with yeah. or, or mess with. It's like, yeah, you know, that same line of thought, or they gave me the confidence to do this. They gave me the confidence to write this, to go and try cosplay and to go and uh, maybe do streaming on myself and whatnot, or maybe write skits and whatnot, become like a, try to do this influencer thing or just write skits for myself or whatever. Yeah. 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 No, that, that, that's amazing. You all also lift up. And again, all of our experiences we tend to to deal with and be susceptible to the case of a uh, Darian Hunt 
cosplayer in Utah. For those who don't know his story, William, share that, please. Yeah, it's a tragically simple tale that he was cosplaying as a character from an anime and that that character in the anime has a sword, right? He's like he's like a samurai, but he also carries a very black aesthetic, right? Um, he's, he's a black character in the anime. And so this Darien Hunt, a black man that was cosplaying as his character with a plastic sword. And basically he was questioned, he was stopped to be questioned because they thought he had a deadly weapon. And I think Darian did what a lot of us would do when their life is threatened. He ran and they shot him in the back and killed him. And I wrote about that specifically. That was one of the first essays I wrote for the site way back when, because it just mirrored this experience of me going to a convention and seeing like these weapons from famous video games and, and anime and stuff. And I just had this moment of being like, wait, someone, someone got killed for this. Um, someone that looks like me got killed for this. And so I think there's always a trepidation about moving into those spaces. And what I hope, what I hope Black Nerd Problems has provided is that, you know, Omar and I, we're our full selves, right? We were lucky to be able to be our full selves and have whatever success that means. Just saying it very plainly, we're not, we're not living in accordance under the, the, the eyes of white folks. We get to be us and hopefully we can help <laughs> normalize that for more, more folks that would look at us skeptically to where that is not a dangerous venture just to be ourselves. You all are cool. Sound like a lot of fun. You're having fun. See, that was the other thing. And, and when I was, I'm 54. So when I was in high school and stuff, the, the nerds weren't the cool kids. Now y'all are yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm listening. I want to come hang out with y'all. But back in the day when a nerd was, was a different kind of thing, they, they sat at a separate table. Nobody, <laughs> you know. Had their math uh, books open during lunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a subculture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, y'all doing it. And I know I know quite a few quite a few black nerds. Uh, and they're cool. I mean, that's the thing to be. So nerd is a new sexy, y'all. That's a great thing. Um, <laughs> folks, check out the website, blacknerdproblems.com. But let me ask you this, too, before we go. Um, so you talk about all different conferences. Do black nerds have their own black nerd there's cons. a few there's a few now like in terms of we don't we specifically don't have our own but there are some definitely some cons that are if they are not exclusively black uh -huh. they uh -huh. are have black leadership are predominantly black attended right i think there's there's and, and to be honest most of them take place somewhat in the south really so yeah you have DreamCon, which is in texas um, I wouldn't say it's predominantly black, but it's definitely more heavily black audience yeah. would be like Dragon Con in, in Georgia. Um, so wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm, so, now you said I'm then, curious. So, so, so what do they do in DreamCon? DreamCon is 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 a is a is a nerd Comic Con. So this like Got a it. lot okay. of gaming conference stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's it's brand new. It just they just debuted this past year. And the same thing at Dragon. You say it's called Dragon Con. Dragon Con down in Georgia. Yeah. Atlanta is is Atlanta or is it somewhere Atlanta. outside of Atlanta? Atlanta. Um, Georgia. Blurred and then there's in DC. There's blurred con that's in DC. So oh, yeah, there's great. there's a few, and and they're all. I mean, Dragon Con's been around for a little bit longer, but I think Dragon Con's one of them spots that's been around, and like black people was like, hey, let's roll up in this, and yeah. so like the audience is kind of diversified more just by virtue of more black people attending it. Is there still but, the um the, the the all women's one? Will that was taking place in Seattle? Oh, uh, Geek Girl Con, Geek Girl Con. I don't know the answer to that. I don't think it. I think you know COVID upended yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff. 
Um, so I don't know, but there wasn't pretty much that was geared towards more women identified folks up in Seattle. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're cropping up. They're cropping up. And I think that really just shows that there's like a demand and a hunger for that. And it's pretty powerful. You walk into a spot and you see a lot of black folks there just being the most nerdy selves, right? Mm-hmm. Are y'all thinking about at some point having your own kind? He don't like doesn't want anyone work. He don't want nothing else to do. He just wants to nerd out. He wants to he want to do the thing. Like, I'll show up. So wait, wait, hold, hold on, Omar. Are, are, are you a gamer yourself? Me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, stop. Don't even don't even yeah, give I, a yeah. qualified I'm, I'm answer. Play, I'm gonna play Ghost of Shima after this. I just don't like Will can control time. We're convinced that this man can control time. He's got a family. He was in an MFA and he was writing a book and he was somehow still getting up get, like gaming. I'm out so of tired nowhere. though. I'm so tired though, Omar. So you don't tired. get no sleep. You stay up all night gaming. <laughs> Is that what I you don't do? I don't stay up all night, but I, I pack a lot into my day. I'll just say that. I, I pack a lot into my day. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. It, so I, I'm a sound a little nerdy now. I'm kind of cool with the black actors that are showing up in some of the comic spaces in the movie. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm like, that's, that's what's up. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I, you know, you see that and it, it I think it even attracts more of us because we don't yeah. see ourselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mary, Mary Jane is Zendaya. That's, you know, that's what's up. Yeah. You know, yeah. the sister who's, who's Batgirl. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. and, and Zoe's going to be Catwoman. Catwoman, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. down with all that. Yeah, I think it's very cool. And it, and it just speaks to what implicitly about these comic book characters or any fictional characters means that they have to be white, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just yeah. like almost almost never is there a scenario where it's like, well, if this person wasn't actually this race, then it wouldn't make sense. It's almost never. And so seeing, seeing that be more representative right of 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 you know these kind of like faces that they're trying to mimic in reality right i think it's is dope and it does bring us out it does make us invest more because i think being to these geek spaces is that you're already a fan right like it's going to bring in some new people but most of us were already a fan but then it makes us want to spread the gospel right yeah. <laughs> it makes us want to be like yo you should come check this out yo they you this character's usually white but they don't you know now it's always going to be this character right so i think that's a cool thing that helps that we're already fans bring in more folks yeah Meg yeah. Stein out here cosplaying anything is possible man anything is possible <laughs> so, right right but, but i tell you one thing is it turned me when i was before high school mm-hmm. i was fascinated with batman cuz he wore black so I made him black. And so <laughs> in the neighborhood, Batman? yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the neighborhood, because he wore black. So and, and so in the mm-hmm. neighborhood, right? We'd all dress up and play superhero and run around the neighborhood, pretend like we fight crime mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. I was always black Batman because I got to wear the black cape, you know, and that was saying. <laughs> and as it, so some of my friends started out growing and they made Marks didn't want to be Batman. Mm-hmm. And again, that was what was going on. That's what took me out of that. Mm-hmm. I can't do that no more, you know, that's not cool. You know, then I got to school and started doing well in math. Had to cut that out. So, I mean, I, I think that I hope that's better now. That's changed. Oh, that, yeah. that kids coming along aren't penalized for being nerdy. Is, is it better? Yeah, I think it. I yeah. think it is. I think it is. I also also could <laughs> to your point, Reverend Mark. I also think there's a there's a very specific black component to this, of which coming up in certain neighborhoods. You didn't want to look like you were smart. You didn't, you know what I mean? Like Hello. it was actually used against you. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. And, that's what I'm saying. And right, right. 
I think that has gotten better too, right? In terms of a collective, like, hey, we're doing something with this. We're growing with this, you know, um, how you can invest in that. So I think it was particularly loaded for black folks as well um, yeah. on the nerd angle. But I, I do, I, I think, and I've been saying this, it's happened in a lot of different spaces, but like the MCU movies have really, really helped nerd become more mainstream because those are comic books, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be, oh, you read comics? Right, yeah, right, and you get, right. And you get right. the weird face. All of that, all of that. And now, right. and now it's like, yo, if you, if you, if you were expert on Thor, then I can tell you what's going to happen in the next movie. And now you care because you're going to go see the yeah. movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that has kind of changed the game. And I think that's still happening in like other genres too. So yeah, now it's, it's more widely accepted. More people are into it. So I, I do think it's changing. I even had a good friend in high school. Um, and he stayed a nerd, and but we stayed friends. And a lot of folk weren't into that. But people, you know, people were like, "I'd be with the regular people," but he and I would hang and go to the comic book store. Mm-hmm. Nobody else would go but me and him. Mm-hmm. And they, I was cool except when I went to the comic book store. Mark, you crazy? Why are you going to the comic <laughs> book store? You over here with us women, then you go to the comic book store. You got to make up your mind about what you're going to be. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> but I, I managed to, you know, straddle the line. Mm-hmm. Um and do both, folks. Th- this is this. Y'all should have a conference, though. I think that would. I think y'all, y'all have a great conference. I'm gonna wear Omar down. We're gonna keep talking about it. We're gonna keep talking about. Look it. at him rolling his eyes like he <laughs> won't do nothing. <laughs> he wants no parts. Wants so no are you parts. both still? Are you both still doing work. any poetry? You still doing any poetry or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I laugh only because Omar's like I'm done. But Omar literally put out a poetry book last year. Um, Go ahead. So <laughs> go ahead, brother. So, only one it'll be. Only one it'll be. Only- <laughs> One and done. I can't, I can't put no gif in a poetry book, man. Give me gifts, give me essays. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still I'm still writing poems. I'm still writing poems. I just got finished with my MFA, so I have a bunch of poems that I need to figure out what to do with. Well, he, he's question. gaming and he got an MFA. Yeah, Where did he do that? See what I'm saying? <laughs> you must have got it. You got an MFA online. Is that what you did? No, no. man. No. You had to. You was gaming here. One screen game and then the other game game. One of them online MFAs. I, I, I see you, bro. I see you. You nice with yours. It was in another state, too. He had to fly out the state. I'm telling all your business. He had to fly out the state to go there. Gave the graduation uh, speech as well, too. Let's not forget that. Nerd. Nerd. Where'd you get your MFA, man? I got my MFA. I got it from Randolph College in Virginia. Uh, Dude. Yeah. So what you going to do with that? I'm still, I'm still writing. And I might. Uh, I've been entertaining the idea of teaching. So it's, okay. it's, uh, but you know, we're going to, we're going to see what the book do next. We're going to see what the <laughs> so, book do next <laughs> so, so before I make any other moves. Don't tell nobody. It's between us. I am okay. seriously considering going back for my PhD. That's Ooh. what's up. Ooh. That's what's up. So I might become more of a nerd than some of y'all think. <laughs> <laughs> nerd nerd level up. Nerd, nerd level up. Nerd. <laughs> Y'all are great. William Evans, Omar Holman. The book is Black Nerd Problems. Visit the site. I'm going to tell everybody I know if they don't know already. Blacknerdproblems.com. Great. See how fun these guys are? It's cool to be a nerd, (laughs) y'all. So the book book is titled Mark is a Nerd, Therefore Sexy. Pick it up everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Black Black Nerd Problems, y'all. Check it out. You guys are great. Can't, can't wait to talk to you some more and, and spend some time with you and encourage everybody to support what you're doing, okay? Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you, Reverend Mark. Thank okay, you. thank you, guys. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain.
Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been May Plain. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.